0: So glad to see each of you here this morning. My heart is full from what we have sung and experienced and just a personal word, um, just thinking that Owen, and Owen's been part of our church family for seven years, and just to think of what, when he was born with no ears, part of his intestines hanging out, multiple holes in his heart, and today we celebrate his seventh birthday. I also think back to this church, not that I am old enough as Daryl to to remember 1912, uh, but you know, I look at some of the old pictures, Miss Linda, look at the old picture in the old church here, um, the choir loft, and the, the choir sitting there, uh, pictures of that social hall that we're going to eat in in a few moments, full on a Sunday morning. Some of you got married in that building, didn't you? Yes, I see some head shaking. Wanda, were you one of them that got married over there? This building? This building. Okay, I was, think, I was thinking y'all were over in that building. Oh, Okay, okay. Martha Ray, did you get married over there? You did. A hundred years ago, yeah. Since the building was built in the 30s, yeah. Uh, But, you know, back on February the 24th, 1912, the old Union House, anybody remember that? Old timers now? The old Union House that stood at the site of the Grammar School building on Curry Street. This is Curry Street. Okay? The Reverend C.B. Glaze preached his first sermon in LaBelle. And in the fall of that year, First Baptist Church of LaBelle was formally organized with about 65 charter members. No list of these names can be found. Maybe it was a secret group. I don't know. But. Uh, but in 1913, services were moved to the second floor of Curry's Livery Stable on Bridge Street until a one-room church was constructed later that year. Ms. Curry donated the lot to the church. In 1927, the congregation voted to build a new church. And after much time, it was erected and was dedicated on May 28, 1939. That's what we call the social hall. Do you know how much money was built to build that building? The cost of the new church building was $5,000. The Reverend A.M. Glisten was the pastor. Education building that we called the part where the offices are it, that went all the way down. That was the new education building called the ventilation idea for the for this climate. Yeah, it was something. 1955 that we built a new pastorium where the pastor lives on Main Street, 180 Main Street. Uh, I'm skipping a little bit, uh, but in 1963, this church decided to build a new sanctuary because you see, that was the, the one before, and the building you're in now on March the 1st, 1964, this sanctuary was dedicated uh, to the Lord, uh, and I think they built this building for $50,000. Pastor Reeves Dean was the pastor during that time. Uh, and then other things took place, and I could read those, uh, um, but Vanita said she could only keep the food warm for so long for me not to tarry, um, and uh, so, so I'm, I'm going to heed that. Uh, so if you would, take your Bibles and turn with me to the book of Colossians. Preston, I thought of you last Sunday. Last Sunday, while they're turning to Colossians chapter 3, by the way, I was able to attend the church that I pastored 35 years ago. I hadn't been there, oh, in a long time. And uh, we were getting dressed for church. And I said, Kathy, where's my slacks? Where's my dress pants? She said, Frank, you didn't pack any. I said, Oh, no, I did. Best thing, I had to wear blue jeans to church. My wife packs for me. Yeah, blue jeans. But it was a blessing to be back there. Uh, to worship with them last Sunday. But look with me in Colossians chapter 3, and I want us to look at the first four verses. First four verses of Colossians chapter 3. It says, So if you've been raised with Christ, seek the things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above. Not on earthly things. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears then you will also... I'm sorry. Let me read verse 4 again. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also will appear with him in glory. I want to look at these four verses this morning because... We have been looking in Colossians where Paul has, almost like a trumpet, has been trumpeting to the church at Colossae to remind them of the false teachers that were around them. And he had been doing that in the first two chapters of the, of the book of Colossians. Now we are in the third chapter, and Paul has now gone to, to the point, he said, I want you to think about the things above. Now, he's not talking about the little four-year-old that is playing ball for the first time and the coach is screaming at him to move back and he's looking at the birds. And then, you know, he's just looking at the sun and the, you know, and, you know, and the, the coach is going, Hey! Hey! Look here! Look here! You know, you know, I love that. You know, I love when the kids do that. I know the coach is a little nervous, but, but you know, I love that. But what Paul now is telling this church in Colossae, he said, I told you to beware of the false teachers, but now let me remind you what to focus on. He said, I want you to focus on the things above. And what he was talking about, and I believe for every church, we must realize and, and put the emphasis upon what Paul was telling this church in Colossae is to seek the things above. And I believe as we think of that, he's talking about heaven. Have you ever thought about heaven? Have you ever thought about the things in heaven? Now, I know some of you love to collect antiques, right? Oh, come on, don't you sit there. I know you do. What if you could just go through heaven and pick out a few things? What would you pick out? I could see a little old lady just pulling out the throne that Jesus sits on. Boy, that would go good in my collection. Some of you would go to the, the chalice area. Pick out some chalices. But you know, that's not what I'm... I don't think that's what Paul was saying. When we think of the things above, I think what what Paul is is trying to to get the church at Colossae to to think about was to think of the things above in the sense of Jesus Christ. He said, Well, Pastor Frank, what what do you mean? Remember the children's song? I know Miss Debbie probably does. Tara, I don't know if this was the Methodist or not. Heaven is a wonderful place, filled with glory and grace. I want to see my Savior's face. Heaven is a wonderful place. Now, heaven is a wonderful place. But I want us to see this morning that what Paul is reminding the the church at Colossae, he said, I want you to look at the things above. I want you to look at the character of Jesus Christ. I want you to look at his presence, his heavenly joy that he shares. You know, I mentioned little league and kids playing ball, and we're in that time of year, of that time of year with the kids out playing, and it's a it's a wonderful thing. But some of you, maybe you volunteer, maybe some of you are twisted. Well, no, not your twisted personally, but 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 you're asked a coach. What does a coach do? What does a coach do? Plays as a referee? No, that's someone else's job. Teach? All right, a coach teaches. Do you ever have sometimes, maybe some of the the kids on your team, you know, they think, well, I don't need a coach, I'm the star. Even professionals sometimes will tell you, you know, sometimes they would have that attitude, but then they would come across someone that could teach them and taught them something. I want us to see this morning that as we think of the things above, that's what Jesus wants to do with us. He wants to coach us. He wants to help us. He, He wants to give us the instruction. But sometimes we're so focused on this earth that we forget the things above. Now, I know sometimes, and I think we've done it in service, I think we sometimes say, well, get saved and then just finish this life out and then think about heaven. Guys, I think we need to start thinking about the things above now. Because through salvation in Jesus Christ, we can do that. We can enjoy. We can get to know Jesus fresh and anew. Look, I don't want you to wait till you get to heaven to meet Jesus for the very first time. You need to meet him now and this morning. I think what Paul was trying to share with us is to discover the fullness that comes when we look above. When we look above, what, what are those things? It's not just a throne or, or, or things like that, but, but looking at his character, the one who dwells there. Let's look at Jesus this morning. You see, we need to be set on a continuous, ongoing effort thinking about things above. I know Brother Preston could tell you You never know. When you're leading this group of kids, you just don't know what they're going to say, right? You never know. They come up with things you've never thought of. Guys, I want us to see of the importance of thinking about Christ and looking to him continuously. Now I'm going to give you some history lessons, okay? Albert Einstein, ever heard that name? The young people are looking at me. I even got one worse than that. Hold on. Albert Einstein. Did you know that Albert Einstein, remember, the smart guy? But do you know that he was dismissed from school in Munich because they thought he lacked interest in his studies? He failed to pass an examination to enter the, the polytechnical school in Zurich. He became a tutor for boys in Zurich at a boarding house, but soon was fired. And he persisted repeatedly. But now, Albert Einstein was that guy that came up with a the theory of relativity. All right. Darrell, i got a quiz for you. Since we're picking on Daryl today. Daryl, you remember a baseball... I'm going to help you. A baseball player called either Iron Man or Iron Horse. Lou Gehrig. Okay. Look at that, man. Lou Gehrig. Now, did you know this? Those of you that are baseball fans, Lou Gehrig was described by Ty Cobb as an awkward rookie who said, look at those piano legs. He'll never last. But there was a guy in Lou Gehrig who had a record of 2,130 consecutive games. It was nicknamed the Iron Man or the Iron Horse. Now, there was another guy. You've never heard of this guy, but but he was was an archaeologist. Boy, you slow down, you can get it out. He was the guy that was digging out, you know, like, what are you digging for? And a lot of people made fun of him. But he kept digging, and you know what he found? He found King Tut's tomb. Now, I know some of you going, well, who's King Tut? Well, we'll get it. That's remedial class. But, you know, they kept on. What I'm trying to say, they, they, they were persistent. You know, sometimes we've got to you know, I, 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 I'm thinking that in the 107 years this church existed, there were times when it's like, man, you know, what's the use? What are these people doing? But they kept on, and they, they kept ministering, and, and they kept on doing what the Lord had called them to do. You know, we've got to be reminded that we've got to set our mind on things above, not on earthly things. Earthly things will discourage us. Earthly things sometimes, I mean, how many of you are excited to listen to the evening news? It's not encouraging. It's discouraging. Now, here's the name I've been waiting to get to. How many of you have ever heard of the name Jack Benny? May, come on now. Oh, you had your hand up, Okay. We're talking about old here, guys. Jack Benny. What do you think of what? What do you know, Jack Benny, Preston? They have another name. No, not to my knowledge. Jack Benny. Jack Benny once was asked, Preston. A robber came up to him, and uh, well, let me get to my story here. Jack Benny was known as a penny pitcher. He was a comedian. He was a comedian. You got it. One night he was walking alone, and an armed robber approached him, and he said, your money or your life? And there was a long pause as Jack Benny did nothing, and the robber got impatient, and he cried out, and he said, and Jack Benny said, well, don't rush me. I'm trying to figure it out. (laughs) You know, think of the life that we have. You might think, well, you know, I don't have much, guys. It's what we do in the sense, what are we focusing on? Are we focusing on things above? You know, today people are, are spending or are thinking about their identity and, and think that if they don't have the, the great house and the great car and this and this and this, that they're nothing. Guys, we need to realize what we need to be focusing on. Immaterial things of this world. Where is that going to get you? Termites, problems, mortgages. You know, what, what about those things? We need to set, on, set our minds on, 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 on what determines our direction. And in the sense of, as a Christian, we need to be focusing on our Lord. The Bible says in Luke 12 34, and I don't, I don't think I gave this to, to our guys, but it says, For where your treasure is, your heart will be there also. Where's your treasure? Our treasure should be on the things above. We need to have a mindset. We need to be setting our minds upon God. Look at John 15, 7. It'll be on the screen. I think I did give this, this one to them. In John 15, 7, it says, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. Now, guys, this is not a monopoly game. Say, I got the card. I can do whatever. But you know, we remain in our Lord and look to Him. He is there to help us and, and to prepare us. What about the, 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 the rich young ruler? Remember that parable? He couldn't deal with the answer and that was to sell all he had. He just couldn't grips that. You know, another thing we can do when we focus upon our Lord and think of things above, and this, this might sound old, But you know, I think it's something that today maybe we've gotten away from, but there is so much importance in memorizing Scripture. Not just in the sense, well, I've memorized 10 and you've only memorized two. Not for that purpose, but for the purpose of having the Word of God at your, you know, and I know you say, well, Brother Frank, I got my phone. But if you're like I am, sometimes I I can't get that thing to do what I want it to do when I want it. Guys, memorizing God's Word, it it allows us to think about Him and think of things above. To memorize His Word of God. And then Paul tells us there in chapter 3, verses 3 and 4. For you die and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also will appear with Him in glory. Paul was reasoning with them. Paul is trying to get them to see the fullness that has passed. And, and how things were empty and that now the joy that you have. You know, with Christ, things might seem hidden right now, but things will be revealed, and Christ is revealing Himself. Another verse to look at, Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. Look at that. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly wait for a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will transform the body of humble condition into the likeness of his glorious body by the power that enables him to, to subject everything to himself. You see, as our Lord changes and he comes back in that resurrected body, we will also be changed. we be revealed. And then I want you to look at one other scripture in Romans chapter 8, Verses 29 through 31. In Romans chapter 8, he says, For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. What then are we to say about these things? And here's the part that everybody should remember. If God is, what? For us. Who's against us? If God is for us. You know, I want us to focus on what's above. Because I want every child of God to remember and to know that a spectacular future awaits us. And even though I haven't been to heaven yet, the more we look above, I believe we see more, get a glimpse, see more through the character and through the life of Jesus Christ, we see more of him. And Paul knew that the church in Colossae would reach its fullness thinking about not the worries of this world, but to think of what is above And for us and for the church, let's think of what's above. Guys, one day we will cross those golden shores into a land that is fairer than anything that we've seen. Let's think about the things above. Let me tell you, it's much better to think about that than to think of some of the things in this world today. Let's think of what's above. Because not only does Christ... Let's not, let's not forget John 10.10. 10. He said, I come to give you an abundant life. And he wants to give us that now as we focus upon him. He wants to give us that now. But we've got to focus on him. If you'd rather focus on this world and how many people are going to be in the 2020 election or whatever other subject you want to pick then do so. But let's think on God. Let's think about Him. And as He instructs us to live our lives. Let's pray. Most Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, You are so good. Lord, You are a blessing to us. Lord, You have just filled us with Your presence. And Lord, I pray that we just wouldn't every once in a while take a glance of what's above, but Lord, that we would Lord, spend our lives thinking about your character, thinking about you, Lord, thinking about your presence, thinking about your abilities. Lord, I just pray that we would put our minds on those things, those things that would benefit us and and allow us to grow richer in you. Lord, I just pray that we would seek the things. We ask this, Lord, in your Son's name. Amen.